Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Deb and Friends Quest for Connection a podcast that connects seekers and sages, where culture, spirituality, and science intersect. I'm Deb Bowen, your anchor host. I'm a spiritual educator and more, and you can learn about me and my services at debbowen.com. So if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you know that I am connected to a being who presents to me as Mary Magdalene. Many of you have sent me emails asking what she has to say during this pandemic. The answer is lots. But it's taken me a couple of weeks to sort through the messages I've gotten. And she suggested that this week, Holy Week, would be a good time to bring forth the information. She also reminded me that the symbol of the Holy Grail transcends religion and its timeless message is one I need to share on this episode. So more of that in a few minutes. I'm broadcasting this episode as we move into the first full day of Passover in the Jewish tradition and Maundy Thursday in the Christian tradition. Because there are so many more aspects to these stories that intertwine these holidays than I have time to broadcast, I want to give you a brief reminder about the meaning of these two holidays. Passover commemorates the Jews escaping bondage from Egypt. They're surviving the ten plagues God sent in an effort to force the Pharaoh to release them. The name of this holiday, Passover, comes from the final plague in which God ordered the angel of death to pass over the homes of Jews who had followed his command to mark their door lintels with lamb's blood but to kill the firstborn in the homes of the Egyptians. Symbolically, to folks around the world, not only Jews, the immortal final words of the first night's Seder ritual, quote, next year in Jerusalem, have come to mean freedom from oppression and a deep connection to spirit. Maundy Thursday, in the Christian tradition, commemorates Jesus' final Passover Seder, which Christians have come to call the Last Supper. During that ritual, Jesus broke away from words that had been spoken on this night for more than 2,000 years when he said, and, and I'm paraphrasing here, eat this bread and drink this wine in remembrance of me. Symbolically, to folks around the world, not only Christians, these immortal words have come to mean connection with the divine and the mysteries of faith. And the cup from which he drank wine, and some say Mary Magdalene herself, have become symbols from which we draw strength and sustenance. So for some time now, the voice that presents herself as Mary Magdalene has come in my meditations to speak about the state of the world, and her talk is deeply connected 
to the deep meaning of this particular day. Some of what she said to me recently was frightening. The ripples from this horrible virus will last longer than we're anticipating. There will be great changes in political and economic structures. The divide between rich and poor will widen. There will be substantial change in how food is grown, harvested, and delivered. Distribution of goods and services will continue to be disrupted for longer than predicted. Many, many will continue to die. We will have to learn new ways to care for ourselves and our loved ones. Jobs we thought were stable aren't. Time itself will seem to morph and change, bend and stretch. And she reminded me that these predictions that I just mentioned appear even more dire because we humans fear the unknown. We don't do well in the abyss of unknowing and confusion. We like structure and linear progression. And at the moment, we don't have much of either, she said. However, she reminded me of a statement in the wonderful book, A Course in Miracles, which says there are only two emotions, fear and love. Mary Magdalene said we must transcend fear. We must love. And we are already beginning to see the results of love, she said, where we have finally agreed to show love for others by distancing ourselves and staying indoors, an unintentional consequence has been a love of Mother Earth. Smog and other pollutants have diminished, diminished. The ozone layer is repairing itself. Wildlife is reclaiming land. I saw a photograph this morning where you could actually see the Himalayas for the first time in many years. She said, a part of learning to love is learning to trust. What feels cataclysmic right now is, in fact, a cosmic transition into a better world, a kinder, more gentle way of being within ourselves and with all beings around us. Yes, she said, there will be those who will continue to live in fear and will lash out in anger, harming others. However, she said, we have the opportunity right now to outweigh such behaviors with our own, with sending out so much love around the planet. All you have to do is breathe it out, and the energy of your intent goes forth. And yes, she said, there is grief, and grief is normal when changes have been traumatic and unexpected. Give yourself permission to grieve what was and is gone. However, Mary Magdalene said we need to go back to what she called great-grandma days. She means we need to relearn a simpler way of being in the world where waste is cut to a minimum. There are lost skills we need to revise. She gave me some very concrete suggestions to share with you. Live consciously every moment. Be aware of your breath. Be aware of everything around you that you can see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. Plant a garden, she said. 
share with your neighbors. Learn how to freeze and can food. Use cloth napkins and wash them rather than using disposable paper napkins. Take breaks from the media. Read, write. Almost every person I've talked to over the past few weeks has been cleaning out closets. Do for others. Sing, dance, laugh. Start a gratitude list and add three new things to it every day. Sit outside and listen to the birds and the crickets. And don't think in terms of being bored. Think in terms of this being a gift. This time is a gift in some very strange ways. She reminded me that she really has a dual message. On one hand, prepare for tomorrow, for the long winding road ahead into the unknown. On the other hand, stay focused on this moment, this time, this space. In reality, this moment is all any of us really has. And once again, she reminded me to tell you to breathe, breathe deeply, long, and often. And this reminds me of the wonderful gift my friend Joel gave me so long ago when I was in a real quandary in my life about a direction I needed to take. And he said to me, push pause, be present, see the spirit. Let me tell you that again. Push pause, be present, see the spirit. In pushing pause, we have an opportunity to just be still and connect with universal energy around us and with ourselves. To be present brings our attention to the moment because really, truly, as as Mary Magdalene said, that's all we have. And see the spirit. See our connection to the divine that lives in and around and through us all and Mother Earth herself. And Mary Magdalene said that in seeing the spirit, we can see into the grail, not just as Jesus' cup, or even as Mary Magdalene herself, but a part, but as a part of ourselves. To quest for the grail is to quest for ourselves, for that part of us that is whole and sacred. In this new time, may you have time, may you make time to see the grail and finding it, rejoice in its gifts that are given to you. May the gift of Mary Magdalene's message be the gift of hope for you as she reminds us all that each of us is that gift of hope. So I hope this brief episode has given you something to ponder. Thank you so much for joining me here at Deb and Friends Quest for Connection podcast. I hope you'll invite your friends to listen. And I'd so appreciate you leaving a comment on iTunes. That helps other people find me. You can learn more about me and my work on my website, debbowen.com. And be sure to sign up for the monthly newsletter at the bottom of the homepage. Also, I'd love it if you'd follow Deb and Friends Quest for Connection on Facebook, where you'll find many kindred spirits. So once again, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, keep questing. Blessings to you.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.